Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 41 of the Do It Picture Today podcast. I am Hannah Gilbert, and the topic we're going to talk about today is motivation and just diving deeper into finding what motivates you. It's an interesting topic. I think one that a lot of people don't spend too much time contemplating. You know, you just go. You don't think about the reason of why you do the things that you do. But I was chatting with one of my closest friends from college uh, a few weeks ago, and we were discussing, you know, life updates. She has cute little kiddos. I just completed the Long Beach Marathon a couple weeks ago. I'm now training for an ultra. And she asked me like, what kept me motivated? And it was really interesting because I'd never quite thought about that to a granular level. You know, I like pushing myself. I like challenging myself, but I wasn't, or I have not taken the time to think about hmm, like what really, what's the motivation or the push to do some of the things that I do. And a lot of that, like the things that I push myself to do, you know, putting myself outside my comfort zone, things that are, you know, balls to the wall, super scary, like the five, uh, five years ago, the stuff that I'm doing now, I would have crapped my pants just out of pure fear. And I've, I've known that I've like, quote unquote, thought big, but not more than the average Joe. So since that kind of conversation and curiosity, it's kind of planted a seed in my brain. And I thought I'd take a moment to figure out and kind of chat with you guys about what motivates me. And, you know, if you were feeling in a bit of a rut, trying to find what, you know, what's your big motivation. So I think the biggest thing is it's not so much as like what motivates me or pushes me, but it's also about what pulls me, what I'm drawn to by, you know, following my gut, doing the things that I love, doing what feels right. And To put into perspective, like this was a pretty big year for Tallish. I mean, we just surpassed the one year mark. And for those who are listening, don't know what Tallish is. So Tallish is the positive empowerment brand that's associated with this podcast. That's why we, why when you go to our website, you see Tallish everywhere because Tallish is the name of the brand. The Do a Picture Today podcast is like a branch of that brand, but. Yeah, it was a pretty big year for Talish, myself personally. So from an athletic standpoint, I just I just fucking sent it <laughs> this year looking back. I completed two marathons and a 70.3 Ironman in Oregon. Prior to the start of this year, I have I don't think I've ever run farther than 13 miles. So by setting up for two marathons and then an Ironman because or a half Ironman just because, you know, the running was 13.1 miles, but then you have the 56 mile bike ride and the 2100 yard swim. So full send there. From a company standpoint with Talish, this is going to be our 41st episode. And I've had some really amazing guests, like freaking awesome, like out of this world, just going for it, who've been on the podcast, talk about their daily inspirations, their challenging journeys their athletic standpoint, overcoming obstacles. I've had entrepreneurs on here from Tropica to Precision Fuel and Hydration to, you know, all of these amazing, these companies where I've talked to, you know, from a professional standpoint, folks that have really just gone for it. You know, they're not into the nine to five working for somebody else and they're just doing shit completely outside of the norm, which again is totally 
up the alley of Do a Picture Today podcast. And then we also had our first event in Venice Beach, would have had an amazing crew of people come out. We're also planning our second event, which will be in December, so stay tuned. But lots going on from that point. Um, and then from a professional, you know, I also have a muggle job. I refer to my muggle job because this to me is like my passion. I love inspiring, motivating, connecting, talking to people, pushing myself um, mentally, physically, socially, emotionally, all the fun stuff. Um, but from a professional standpoint, from like my personal job, my muggle job, I, you know, left a really toxic work environment. I found one that allows me work to work from home. Ended up being a title bump and a salary bump. And I did this just through um, continuous professional improvement. So one of the things I do is I'm a, a program manager now. Um, but like I got my PMP certification, which I had to study for for a couple months and just didn't take no for an answer and found a company that recognized my worth. So back to the original question. I'm um, just kind of using myself as an example. What makes me go? What's the push? What motivates me? And I have a couple of answers. So bear with me here as I kind of chat this out. So firstly, my motivation, and I think it comes with age, you know, age like a fine glass of wine um, or a fine bottle of wine. I truly believe that we're handed a deck of cards. They're random. Each person has their own hand. And it's up to you to either sit with the hand that you're dealt or to make something out of that hand. And I believe through all the crap and shit that I've been through when I was younger, you know, the mental um, struggles that I had playing division one collegiate basketball, I know that through all that shit, I am worthy of having a life that I daydream about, like the experiences and the travel and having you know, this amazing family, having a career, maybe in podcasting, who knows, wink, wink, running and pushing myself outside of my comfort zone and following my gut and working my ass off. This kind of just creates that fuel to the fire. It, it continues the trajectory. It's energy. It's positive energy. And so in the back of my brain, when I'm dying in a workout or, you know, I'm totally uncomfortable, like by meeting a potential podcast guest for coffee, I'm doing it because it's like, no, no, it's uncomfortable, but it's you are worth making yourself uncomfortable to achieve your goals, to achieve your objectives. You are worthy of having those goals, of accomplishing those goals. So you are worthy of taking the small steps to get there. So that's the one of the, the main mental components that I always think about. And I always, <laughs> I use this story as kind of the biggest holy crap moment and it's the story of how I moved across the country from San Diego to Manhattan. It's literally a full, just go for it type situation. So I visited New York when I was just a little kid and I've always been captivated by the energy. Like, yes, the skyscrapers, the lifestyle, but the energy of the city, like kind of always just sort of stayed with me. And I'm from a tiny town in California. So very different uh, culturally, <laughs> just... <laughs> Pretty, pretty much the exact opposite of New York is where I, I grew up. And then in 2017, right after I graduated college, so fast forward, I went to college in California. I had a random work trip that required me to travel out to New York for a design conference. And I was only there for, I think, two, three days. 
but I like fully immersed myself in New York, you know, like I'm going to do this. And I, and I just, I remember I walked the length. I started the financial district and I walked all the way to the tippity top of central park. And it was the most amazing experience. And it was on that trip. I didn't know how, but I was going to move to Manhattan. And while I was there, I, ended up, I just bought like a, a $2 postcard with the picture of the Empire State Building, took it home, placed it on my desk. And I looked at it every day for you know five, six months. I kept saying, I'm going to move to New York. I'm going to move to New York. And someone asked me when. I didn't have a date. So later that day, I bought a one-way ticket to uh, LaGuardia in November of 2018. <laughs> and I had four months to sell all my stuff. Uh, I sold my car. I packed my life into three little suitcases. I didn't know where I was going to live, but I kept hoping that there would be another work trip that would take me out there. And I think through like, you know, manifestation and just putting it out in the world. Um, a client reached out and wanted me to work with them on one of their upcoming events. So they flew me out to New York. So I was there for, you know, three days. I spent the last day, I got a red eye back home. But before I did, I spent the last like evening that I had free, just meeting people to go look at apartments. Just because I was like, okay, you know, I knew my price reigned ish and just fully went for it. Sold my car, packed my life into suitcases, and then signed the the lease when I got there. And I knew no one. I knew absolutely no one. I was 23, single, and I just kind of figured, why not? And also, I had a job that allowed me to work from home anyway. But like I said, my time in New York was something that I will cherish for the rest of my life because it is there's pure magic in that city. But there was such an immense level of discomfort. I remember like the first few weeks, I was completely beside myself of like, what the actual hell did I just do? But I was able to, through sitting and understanding that level of discomfort, I was able to learn so much about myself. And it was just this big, like the biggest leap of faith. And it really freaking paid off. And then from like the social aspect and just finding events on Eventbrite, I knew no one, right? So I was just constantly, I leveraged Bumble BFF to find friends. And that was interesting. Made some really, I met some really great people there. Um, but random fact, through Eventbrite, I actually went to this like fashion event. I had no idea why I was there. Um, and I bumped into Anna Wintour, who's the editor in chief of Vogue in Soho by going to a free event. So it was just shit like that that just kept happening. And then something in my gut told me I needed to head back to California. So I was there for a little over a year. And at the end of 2019, I moved back home for a few weeks and then listened to my gut again and moved to LA. You know, fast forward to March, we're all aware of COVID. So I just missed COVID in New York. And then I met the love of my life a month after moving to LA and we're getting married next May. So it's just a matter of me listening to my gut, understanding I need to be comfortable in order to achieve my goals. None of this would have happened because of it. So that's going back to the original answer. The first thing is knowing that I am worth, I'm worth achieving what my goals are. So that's something I, I carry with me in my back pocket. Second, what is another thing that motivates me? So prioritizing my mental health. So my mental health comes first. Through college, I had a really deep, dark, unfortunate time mentally. Um, and this has just been revolutionary. I'm just, I used to be a people pleaser. And if my mental health is 
not where I want it to be, where I'm, I'm drained. I socially don't feel up for it. I want to just go for a run. I want to go for a workout. I want to go for a walk. I'm not, not into it. I have no problem communicating. No. And prioritizing my mental health is one of the biggest thing that motivates me because I've worked my ass off to pull myself out of a really deep, dark and scary place. Um, and it's something that I continue to work on still, but I, yeah, that's, that's been, been huge. And I'm sure people that are listening, they have friends and family that you have so much love for, but I can't pour from an empty cup. So if my cup is filled, you know, hypothetically, because I'm taking care of myself, then I can help, you know, and be there for others and show support and running, pushing myself, staying busy allows me to constantly be moving, grooving, adapting, and, you know, learning new things. And that makes me really happy. And it makes my brain happy too. And if you do think about it as well, through accomplishing goals, you're able to see, so like I'll use running as an example. I truly do enjoy challenging myself. Um, I think one of the biggest reasons why I'm drawn to running is because, you know, I think like one year ago, I never run more than 13 miles and now I've got two marathons under my belt and now I'm training for a 50K next March. So you never think you can do something until you just do it. You keep one foot in front of the other. And I think running is metaphorically of just keeping one foot in front of the other that so easily translates to real life. Third, and this is the last one, is what motivates me. The people I surround myself with. I I don't know if everyone's heard the quote, but like you turn out to be or you end up being like five of the most closest people in your circle or there's some sort of quote and I'm sure I'm butchering it, but I have an amazing circle of, of friends and family um, that are all doing super adventurous, go all in type lifestyle. And it inspires me to look in the mirror and challenge myself. I remember I was trying to organize like a group text message and I didn't want to disturb some of the people that were in this, this text chain because one of them, this is just absolutely insane. One of them, one of my friends was competing Kona at Ironman Worlds, which is where you have to be a top Ironman finisher. So like, congratulations, you did an Ironman, but this is like, you're in the top, you know, you're highly ranked. I had two friends that were running the Chicago Marathon. I had one friend who was attending a conference to further education as a psychologist. Like, it was just like, I didn't want to create this insane text chat and disturb all of these amazing things that were going on. And it was just because I didn't want to just distract anyone from, uh, you know, their, their, their epic shit. But it was just like this crazy beside myself moment where it was like, this is the people that I've surrounded myself with. And they constantly push me and inspire me to push myself. So that's, that is a pretty amazing thing. So I hope this was helpful. I did do a little bit of some research and because I think for some folks, it comes naturally because you just literally listen to your gut and you figure out what you love doing. Um, and that's where just that natural motivation comes to life. For me, it's moving my body and running. And then I'm able to translate running into different areas in my life. So my career, Tallish, this podcast, you know, challenging myself. It's very easy to do by replicating the same disciplinary actions from running into what I'm doing now outside of running. So these are some tips on finding motivation. 
Um, I will link the article that I found online. I found this super helpful and relevant. Obviously, I'm not a therapist or a psychologist. I'm just sharing a cool resource I found on the subject matter. But some tips are is just kind of take a moment and think about like what gives you energy. Do you get excited when you're able to cook dinner and try a new recipe or when you get to spin up a new trading plan for your next race? <clears throat> that would be uh, me. I live in Excel and I'm obsessed with it. A second thing to think about is, you know, what does your, your body crave? Does it need movement? Does it need to sit still and read? You know, does it need yoga? Does it need to be where you're swimming in the water? And so some of the, like the actual exercise, which I said, I'll, I'll link this article in the description of the podcast is you rate some of these questions out of 10. And the ones with the highest scores are your main drivers. So I'll read them off just so you can kind of think about it. Maybe you're in the car or, or whatnot. Here they are. So the first one is material gain. Is this a driver for you? So seeking possessions, wealth, a high standard of living, material com- comforts matter to you. Power, influence. So are you, you like to be in charge and feel more secure leading than being led? Is that one of your drivers? Search for meaning. You are keen to feel that you are contributing to something larger than yourself. Accomplishment. Excelling in a specific area, often requiring high levels of skill and specialist knowledge is very important to you. Creativity. You enjoy working with your own ideas and talents and original ideas often motivate you. Hmm, like that. Affiliation. You get inspired by working with like-minded individuals and love being part of a team. I think that would be mine. One of them, at least. Security. You yearn to create a solid and predictable future. Okay. Let's see. And then the last one is status. You seek to be recognized and admired by others, colleagues, family, friends, and neighbors. Achievement is very important to you. Yeah. So you'd rank all of those falling out of 10. And then with the highest score, that's kind of your, your driver. I'm going to quickly wrap up into rapid fire questions. So first one, what is my favorite snack? So I don't know why I even picked this. So messed up. There's so many. I think right now I'm really on this like corn tortilla and just hear me out. Hear me out. It's a corn tortilla and sometimes it's two, depending on the, how hungry I am in my training day. It's a two or one corn tortillas. I put it in the microwave I put peanut butter on it. So the peanut butter kind of melts a little bit. I take half a banana and I cut it into little slices. I put then sprinkle some cinnamon. And then if we have agave, I don't think we have agave right now. If we have agave, I'll do a little bit of a drizzle. And then I make this kind of like peanut butter, banana, taco or taquito type thing. And it's, oh my God, it's so good. Let's see. What is, what am I reading right now? Great question. Great question. I should have been more prepared. I'm reading a book called Endure. It's by Alex Hutchinson. It's a New York Times bestseller. It's got a forward by Malcolm Gladwell. It's quite interesting. I mainly picked it up because I thought I was going to have a bit more about like the what makes athletes tick. Like what is the reason of why we push ourselves to the levels that we do, especially those that, you know, are doing 200 mile ultra runs or, you know, running marathons under 230. You know, I just find that really fascinating because I think there's such a difference in mentality, but it's definitely got a lot of, you know, hypotheses from people around the world and kind of just leveraging articles. And I mean, 
an insane amount of knowledge and data to kind of just track down and try to figure out through just time and testing environments and athletes are wanting to learn about themselves and just kind of getting a better sense of how athletes and our bodies work. Um, let's see, what is the next trip that I'm going on? I'm going to Sarasota next week, which would be really cool. Uh, my fiance and his dad are in a father-son tennis tournament. And then last question is, what are three things that I'm grateful for? Oh my gosh. I, this is like my favorite question, but it's also the hardest because there's totally way more than three things. I went for a run this morning that like the way the sun sort of crept through the trees. It felt very ethereal, if that's the right word. I felt like I was not on earth because it was just like so quiet because it was early and the sun was just kind of peeking through the leaves and it was like kind of cold. It was a bit of a nip in the air. That run kind of like shook me to my sense a little bit of like, this is such a privilege that I get to be able to do this. So that's one. Second is I have a kick-ass fiance. He's my rock and my best friend. And I'm, I'm very thankful to have someone like him in my life. So, and then third, I'm really, really thankful that I have a job that allows me to do a bit more of what I love. And this is what I love, love my job. My muggle job is what I'm good at. I'm it's a career, but this is where my passion is. And so with this new job that I have, I'm able to work from home and spend more time on kind of building this, uh, this business that wraps up episode 41. We have some amazing guests that are on deck. I want to wish you guys an epic ass week and don't forget to do epic shit today. All right. Talk to you.